Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back, everyone, to the Dukes of Football. This is your man's the one pulling his solo today for uh, episode, what episode is this? Episode 38. This is the end of the season recap and a little bit of a forecast for season 22-23. So now we know we don't like to do a whole lot of forecasting a whole lot of projections, a whole lot of guesstimating this early in the season, but eh, it kind of got to do it. But I don't want to do it like the traditional way that you might think that you would normally do a a forecast of a upcoming season. I'm going to do it a little differently, so we'll get to that here in a bit. Um, Obviously, can't hold you up too long today because uh, the season is over. We don't have to prep for any more games, uh, any more upcoming weeks, but uh, we will. Um, I will today run through uh, some of the memorable or some of the events that happened over the past um, past NFL season. Uh, you say it's a football show. And you guys talking about college and stuff too. Well, we already did our end of the season college chat, so now it's time for the end of the NFL season and going into the. Uh, off season, which should be very entertaining for this upcoming um, um, off season NFL NFL off season, um, might not be as exciting as the MLB off season with them being locked out, and I think spring practice is supposed to start within two weeks or something like that. So we won't have any of those type of excitements, but there's going to be uh, several storylines to follow um, throughout. Uh, the off season heading into the draft um, and then heading into training camps and preseason and things of uh, like that. So um, I guess we'll, uh, before we get into, you know, what was going on this past weekend, since, you know, everybody knows what happened this past weekend. Uh, let's, let's give some thanks to some people who's been uh, hanging out with us throughout this, um, this season and um, past seasons, and we hope to continue to have them with us on board for uh, future seasons, Elite Performance. Uh, check out our good friend Zach over at Elite Performance if you're trying to get that body in Elite Performance shape. Uh, check him out, 765-499-1005. The new facility, I have not been there yet. I have seen great pictures, and I've heard great things about it, and I've seen the job that he does on um different types of athletes and old athletes like dan is looking pretty trim and slim uh young elliot cox is um uh doing great things on the racing side he's um with uh zach slope uh getting him in shape you know he kind of got him i think he got his first win uh yesterday on the m4 or the f4 uh series which is a is still an f car but an open wheel car but um, not as powerful and as fast on the speeds because he is uh, 14. Um, 
So check him out. He does good work. Um, and if you're looking to get some some new ink, some new piercings, uh, check out our good friends over at Revved Up Tattoos, 317-537-2667. Uh, once you give him a call, let him know that we here at BW Sports 1 sent you to get you hooked up. I did see that he's doing – I had to get over and check him out. It's been a minute. You know, the holidays and things got you kind of caught up. But I had to get over and check him out. I think they got a, a little thing going on with some uh, – bring some diapers – a uh, box of diapers or case of diapers in uh, to the uh, the shop over there, um, and you get tickets to win tattoos. So um, awesome job on that! So make sure you guys check those out. Um, the fighters friend, if you're looking for your D8, D9 CBD products uh, to take away from your your opioid uh, to, to keep you away from the opioid addictions for pain. Check those guys out uh, when you get in there. Make sure you use the BW Sports One promo code. Get a nice little special there for you. Uh, printed memories, wonderful apparel, direct to print on an order basis. So basically what you do is you give them a call, tell them we, you know us. Uh, they'll give you some type of package, something that you want to design. They'll let you know. You order it. They print it. They send it. Simple as that. Great work. Um, if you checked out Dan, you can see his quarter zip that he's sporting with all of our good logos on there. I got some ideas coming up uh, for this upcoming uh, Carmel basketball season for some T-shirts. So I uh, will be touching in with them there as well. And uh, what's popping corn snacks? The best gourmet popcorn around. If you haven't tried it, get on there and check them out. Tell them BW Sports 1 sent you. And also our good friends at Rogue Energy. Drink. You know, you got to love those guys. Uh, okay, so uh, let's get into it. Um, uh, oh. Real quick, I do have some NC. Um, is that it? That's right. One? Yes, I do have a, my bookie NCAA man cave chatter. Real quick, um, I think I saw University of Marshall is pulling out of Conference USA as of June. I'm not sure where they're going. I think I saw something in the Sun Belt for them uh, having a football schedule and the Sun Belt and a football schedule in Conference USA, but I think the paperwork is in to withdraw from Conference USA. Um, that's all I got for college on the football scene. So that obviously means we don't have any picks. So that's going to be a little different next year too, or next season too. We're going to switch a little things up. We're still going to have our Doc Sports picks. Just going to change them up a bit. So uh, here we go. So... I guess we can just talk about some NFL right now. It's got nothing else left to do. We got one game to talk about. So inside the NFL cooler brought to you by Circle City Cryogenics. We freeze just about anything, but we do not freeze bodies. So, um, yeah, man, uh, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 56, what we had last week, um, last Sunday. Uh, let's see, you had the NFC champs. And home field advantage, the Los Angeles Rams. And you had the uh, AFC champs who actually were the home team um, from the, it was the Cincinnati Bengals Tigers. Just the Bengals, but I like Bengals Tigers. Um, so what a game that was. Um, it started out like it was going to be a not-so-fun trip to the Super Bowl uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, it started out, uh, L.A. came out, you know, hitting Odell Beckham Jr. for a touchdown, Cooper Cup for a touchdown, um, making strides, you know, looking good, defenses being suffocating. 
um, hadn't really touched Joe Burrow just yet, but they were just restricting all the things around him. So it was a, a, a very, very entertaining game at that standpoint for Los Angeles. Um, I mean, I don't know if anybody counted out Cincinnati because we've seen what they've done. You know, they have comeback wins all year, you know, in clutch moments and clutch situations. So you figured that they wasn't going to be out of this game. But I had an opinion. I think that if Odell Beckham Jr. Now, let's, let's go and put this on the record. I am not the biggest Odell Beckham Jr. fan, but I can tell when a guy is being hated on um, for uh, no reason. You know what I mean? I, you can say he hadn't been hated on for no reason. Yeah, early in his career, everybody's young. Everybody does dumb things and says stupid things. But over the past um, few months, seasons, humbling um, humbling position that he was put in being in Cleveland, you know, I, I was kind of rooting for the guy a little bit, especially how the situation went down in Cleveland where he was made pretty much the scapegoat because of his past history. You know what I mean? So, I mean, again, I'm not the biggest fan, but I can tell when somebody is working hard at their craft. I can tell when somebody is trying to improve their image. Somebody is trying to um, be still themselves but not have the negative side of things and then have all that negativity continue to be pounded upon you, um, even when you're trying to do strides. Hey, I know that from personal reasons. So I kind of felt the guy a little bit. So um, all the conversation, you know, with him being, um, you know, traded to um, Los Angeles, if, if the same patterns will continue, blah, 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 blah. As you can see, the impact that he had offensively, it allowed Cooper Cup to be more dominant than what he was. It allowed um, – Matt Stafford to have a, a a different star, different outlet, a different go-to guy, so to speak, a guy who can make plays um, in difficult situations. So um, I think it was a good move. You know, it wasn't the only great move that um, uh, Los Angeles or the Rams did over over the past, the, the intel of the season. The Von Miller pickup was huge. You know I mean? That opened up a lot of avenues for the defensive side of things. So, um, I was glad to see that, but I hated to see that he got hurt, you know, because I, f I felt that if he is still playing at the production that he was, eventually he'd have got the Cooper Cup, and then it would might have been it might have been lights out for Cincinnati. But um, I think the injury allowed them to focus their uh, defensive attention, secondary defensive secondary attention on Cooper, which kind of stalled. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams offense a bit, you know, didn't get the running game uh, running real well. But on the flip side, you had, um, you know, cool Joe Burrow. I mean, the dude's drip is just outstanding. His swag is swagalicious. You know what I mean? I hate that he's in my division because I really want to cheer for the kid. I mean, he's a he's a nice football player. What an exciting three years that Joe Burrow had. You know what I mean? You, you transfer from OSU, which you should have done. Um, you win a national championship, you win the Heisman, you tear your ACL, the next year you're in the Super Bowl and you're the comeback player of the year. I mean, what an exciting three years for uh, Joe Burrow. I know he would have loved to have it topped off with a Super Bowl win, but I kind of feel that we're going to see him more um, more in these opportunities to have, have a Super Bowl chance. I think um, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, um and um joe is going to 
uh, be the young dominance in the the AFC. Um, I like to see some other guys come in there or stay in there. I like to see uh, Lamar Jackson develop a little more as a pocket passer. He did this. He did a little bit this off this past season. I like to see more. Uh, but it looks like those three guys, maybe even a Matt Jones, uh, are going to excite the um, the AFC offensively from the quarterback standpoint. They're basically just taking over for the old AFC guard, which was Roethlisberger, Breeze, uh, Brady, Manning, um, and um, Phillip Rivers. And you pretty much got those guys right now. You got Matt Jones, uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, Borough, um, uh, Josh Allen. Um, so you got a group of guys that can take over for for that for the AFC as a quarterback position. So, but I like the way the Cincinnati stood. I mean, they fought hard. They had opportunities to win at the end, but I think the overall experience of having so many people on the Rams play in the Super Bowl, some having won it, some of them being in there a couple of years ago their jitters were a little more subsided than uh, say the Bengals were, but I did think that um, they had a chance, you know what I mean? When you saw them get the ball and have an opportunity to go down and put up three to tie the game from what you saw the last couple of weeks, you, I've, you automatically thought that that's what was going to happen in this particular game. But the outstanding play of Aaron Donald was just stupid. Phenomenal. Um, the things that he does being triple team, the, the, the plays that he makes uh, with one arm, half arm and things like that. Those last two plays um, really much won the game, you know, for um, for the Los Angeles Rams, I think, as it not say won the game, but as in sealing the game. You know, what I mean, um, we talked to I know I talked a little bit. Um, I tried to get it on the page, but it ended up being on my page, my personal page. We talked a little bit about uh, the MVP of the Super Bowl. Now, I want to I want to state out first. Now, I'm not discrediting Cooper Cubs, um, 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 whatever the word is I'm trying to hell use um, factor in the game, but me personally, I felt that Aaron Donald had more of an effect on the game defensively than he did offensively um being that you had to triple team him being that they gave it they give up seven sacks because you had to triple team him and then that opened up holes for uh von miller to come through a couple other guys in that linebackers core you know i mean and it made it very difficult for joe burrow but i think it all started with aaron donald and the icing on the cake was the last two plays to seal the game so me personally i think that aaron donald should have got that game he was the more dominant figure not to take any away from cooper cup but if you look when they handed him that trophy, he was a little surprised that he got it himself. You know what I mean? And it's kind of, and I feel that if a receiver has an average game or an, or an averagely exciting game um, in the Super Bowl, it's normally going to go to the quarterback because the quarterback is the one that's really affecting um, how that receiver gets the ball. Um, running back, not so much, but they're not going to give a running back the the MVP of the Super Bowl, so he's Nolan Boyd. The only other option would be a defensive player. Now, I felt that he did enough, you know what I mean? And I thought it was a cheap way of them trying to uh, blend that over by adding all three of them, Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald, and Cooper Cup, to the Disney commercial. 
Uh, but that's picking a little bit. Um, so that was an insane, the exciting game. Um, there wasn't a whole bunch of talk. Okay, um, I guess we could talk about the the penalties or the lack thereof. Um, I think they evened themselves out. You want to complain about the call of holding uh, at the end on Cincinnati? Um, it kind of evened it out. You know, you got the clear face mask grab on Jalen Ramsey uh, for your touchdown. So um, I can't really complain. I think if you look at it uh, for an overall standpoint, the game was a pretty clean game. It was a pretty call, clean call game. Um, they let you guys play. They didn't really call all of the ticky-tack stuff. It was a Super Bowl. But in that instance, those were situations that, you know, could affect the outcome of the game. So the plays that had to be made. You can say that they could have held the ref, they could have held the whistle. I mean, they could have, but you know, I mean, the play was called. So I don't think there was much there because at the end of the day, you still had an opportunity to go down and win the game. And you did not. So um, but the next big talk that was going on with the Super Bowl was the halftime show. Me personally, I absolutely loved it. Us Gen X's watching other Gen X's rock out the Super Bowl and bring up the ratings, the highest, some of the highest ratings that uh, we've had in some recent years for um, the Super Bowl. I mean, I think it was way, I, I like the weekend, but last year's Super Bowl uh, halftime show was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Like the weekend, but it was a terrible halftime show. Um, if I had to rank my halftime shows, um, I mean, I'd say Prince, Bruno Mars, Michael Jackson, um, and this one. This one was really good. You know, um, I, they it was rumored of a special uh, guest. I think everybody kind of knew who that special guest was. Um, there was a couple of speculations. I think there were some prop bets that it was going to be a, a Tupac hologram. Um, but there was a couple guys out there that was named out there. Um, me, I don't have a problem with 50. Um, it was the right song to do because at that time, uh, 50 was hot, you know, um, again, 50 is damn near 50. And I don't know too many of these people out here that is kicking our age to still the same weight and shape that they were when they were in their twenties, uh, back in the nineties. I, I know I'm not. So, um, but I'd have rather saw because it would have been that being a West Coast style theme, even though uh Eminem is from Detroit, yeah, but he's still a West Coast rapper. I mean, you can throw Mary J. Bias, she's she's from uh the tri state, so uh, I guess whatever, but I she's kind of a I don't know, but um, I don't like to seeing Cube, I like to seeing Draper and Cube out, you know, because you know they get that Mount Westmore. So I would like to have seen that, you know, um, Kizabar was cool. Not that real big of a fan. He's all right. I'm not saying nothing against him. Just not that big of a fan. So I'd rather have seen like uh, maybe Cube or like would have been in L.A., you know, bring us like, you know, some guys like that, you know, maybe reunite the dog pounds. This was damn near a death row reuniting. So um, I would like to see that. But <laughs> about these people, these Karens and Darrens, who aren't so much liking the halftime show because it was hip hop, but we had to sit there and endure some of these terrible um, other genres of music that don't perform live and don't get the crowd excited or anything like that. You know what I mean? This is what I say to you.
<laughs> I mean, real talk, you know, the, the football, I mean, we can get a little political about it if we wanted to. I mean, nine, what is it? 83% of the NFL is African-American. So why wouldn't you cater the Super Bowl to 90% of the demographic that's watching it? I mean, it's great for you to watch uh, these, these African-Americans and these other people of, ne- of ethnicity play this game and beat their bodies up for your entertainment. But yet when it comes down for them to celebrate part of their history in Black History Month, what is 90% of the basis of all your music right now? Man, kill me with that noise. So all the Karens and Darrens that didn't like it, guess what you could have did? You could have turned over to the Puppy Bowl because that's what I did last year when I didn't watch the weekend. I didn't complain about it. I just went and watched something else. You know, Nickelodeon has some old childish stuff going on. You took your childish mind over and watch it. But that's all I got to say about that. So, um, all in all, it was me. I give the Super Bowl halftime show two thumbs up. Um, I do say I think it take it took too long uh, to set the stage up. Oh, another side note. Apparently, they caught Snoop hitting the bleasy, uh, bent down under the stage, and some people on, on social media wanted to complain about it. Newsflash, California's legal. Holla back. And uh, on that note, we're going to go to a commercial. And then we're going to come back and we're going to give you some of the ones, uh, thoughts for an upcoming season. And then I'm out of here. I'm going to watch some football. And no, I'm not. I'm going to go watch some basketball. I got to clean up the kitchen because I made a spectacular uh, breakfast for dinner. But you guys don't want to hear that. So I guess I'll just put you on a commercial. Welcome back, Dukes of Football. Um, episode 38, end of the season. All right, so, um, yeah, my hair's looking kind of ragged, bro. I'm telling you. Um, let's see. Uh, I think we're going to go with my ideas upcoming. So, first off, let's talk about um, the offseason for us here on the show. Um, yes, it is going to the offseason of football. We're not going to take a complete hiatus from the show it just won't be uh regularly every week um probably be like every other week every two weeks um something of that nature probably uh more like uh, when there's something big going on like the probably the next show will probably be the draft um in between there we'll probably do some uh some little special shows you know i mean uh like some um best of or um, you know, ranking shows. I know they got the, you know, the top 100 to come out a little later on. We'll do something for that. Um, and then, you know, maybe pull in some interviews from some of my uh, my football people I know. I know a couple of coaches, met a couple of new coaches. 
um, that, you know, might be wanting to come on and talk a little football. So uh, there'll be stuff done in and out, um, you know, uh, but I'll, I'll make sure I'll give you uh, um, plan, plenty of um, um, ahead of time to know what's coming on uh, for the Dukes. So um, let's get into some of my thoughts for the upcoming season, some of the storylines that I think you should uh, pay attention to for the upcoming uh, NFL season, offseason. So first off, we start off with the quarterbacks. So obviously the first quarterback on the board is Aaron Rodgers. Everybody wants to know, is he going to stay in Green Bay? Uh, will they finagle the cap and the, the finagle the cap and the luxury um, to uh, satisfy Aaron to keep him there? Because he's already said it uh, several times that he does not want to be a part of a rebuild. But there's a lot of fridges and a lot of people who need contracts over there. So um, we heard that Green Bay is willing to do what it takes uh, to keep Aaron Rodgers there. Me personally, I really don't see Aaron Rodgers leaving Green Bay. Um, I think it's um, a good storyline. I think it's good pressure to continue to um, for them to provide opportunities for him to squander in the playoffs, uh, trying to get that next uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, I said it, squander. Um, he's had two great teams the last two years, and you've fallen up short with poor performances on your end. But can I say too much about the league's MVP? Um, outstanding numbers, but first off, I don't see um, him staying there. So obviously, that segues to a show that we'll do um, over this over the break too. Will be uh, your top free agents, even though he's still under contract for one another year. But you know, we got other guys coming up. So uh, yes, Aaron Rodgers was the MVP. Um, my guy, T.J. Watt, twenty-two and a half sacks. Uh, defensive player of the year. Uh, we already knew who was going to be rookie defensive player of the year. Um, Dallas. Um, why do I always forget that boy's name? Here I am calling him a boy, that young man's name. Um, yeah, him. So uh, comeback player of the year, Joe Burrow. So there was the awards. I just had to think of him real quick. But um, so he's first up on the board. Um, I guess next is a new name who's jolted himself up uh, on the quarterback unhappy list would be Kyler Murray. Apparently, he's deleted himself and pictures of everything about him and the Cardinals off of his social media page. So uh, another uh, person who has failed to live up to the expectations of the team given and now is crying sour milk because they have not performed to the abilities that they're being paid to do. So um, he's next up on the board. Um, after that, I will say uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, where is he going to land? There's a lot of opportunities out there for him. I've, I've heard um, some type of, which brings up Watson, uh, Deshaun Watson. I've heard some Deshaun Watson Houston uh, situations. I've heard, um, I know that both of those names have been tickled a little bit with the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. Um, since, uh, Mike Tomlin seems to be the new, uh, Tony Dungy as in, um, a place for troubled black souls in the NFL to go to get their shit together. The NBA had one too. And it was John Lucas. So, uh, it looks like every league's got one except for MLB. But, um, so that's a possibility from him. There's, um, let's see, I've heard 
Pittsburgh, uh, New Orleans, um, Houston. I think there's another place, I think Carolina, with him going to North Carolina State as well as Wisconsin. I figure there's a spot that could be open for Russell Wilson as well. Um, another name uh, that's coming off the board. Uh, this, These two names, this is something I want you Coast fans to pay attention to. Pay attention, Coast fans, all Coast fans, listen up. If you hear me, Coast fans, share it. Pay attention. This is a quarterback that you should be paying attention to, that you should hopefully get that I think that can put you in that top three teams in the AFC. Dump Carson Wentz and bring Jimmy G to the Colts. Carson Wentz obviously has not performed to his duties that he cannot ever live up to. He wins the Super Bowl off somebody else's hard work and gets the credit for it. I'll keep saying it. You know what I mean? I'm sure Dan will back me up on that. But um, Coach fans, you saw that experiment did not work. Again, if you were going to fail that miserably, you should have just left Jacoby Brissett, Team Toby in front of him. Yeah, I'm going to say it, whatever, regardless of what he did in Miami. I don't care. Should have gave the brother a shot. You give every other quarterback of uh, uh, pale, complected skin, 90,000 chances to be a quarterback. Well, you only get a black guy one chance. But anyway, whole nother show. <laughs> I'm in a rant mode today. But anyway, um, so Coast fans, pay attention to that. Jimmy G, you know, you need a quarterback. That's pretty much already said and done that they're not going to be together. San Francisco and Jimmy G. Go after him. Uh, quarterbacks, 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 quarterbacks. I think that might be it for quarterbacks. Um, so those are the storylines for quarterbacks I like to see. Uh, another storyline we like to see, um, will Aaron Donald retire? We'll keep going. Um, I was asked a question on social media uh, a couple of days ago. Um, with two bum knees and a Super Bowl ring now, does Odell Beckham uh, go to the broadcast booth? So that's a, a good thing. Um, another storyline closer to to heart since I up get ready to tear up our feed. There we go. Got my feet connected to cords. Got them hook feet. <laughs> but um. Steelers, what are they going to do with their quarterback situation? Um, you know, we got Mason Rudolph on the roster. You got um, Haskins on the roster. Um, there's a lot. You know, Haskins hadn't been in uniform all year. Uh, Mur uh, uh, Mason Rudolph, you know, you've backed up three or four years now and you s still can't figure out to be the, the sole set number one heir apparent. So the quarterback situation is something that I am paying attention to really well uh, in Pittsburgh to, uh, to see who follows up the great uh, future first ballot Hall of Famer, Brian Roethlisberger. I like the Russell Wilson. Um, I liked I actually I actually more like the Deshaun Watson factor than the Russell Wilson. Deshaun is still under 30. Uh, you got an under 30 Juju Smith Schuster. You got an under 30 Craypool. You got an under 30 Washington and Jackson. So um, your tight ends look pretty good. And uh, Najee Harris. So why wouldn't you pair um, some younger talent? Yeah, he could be considered a veteran because, you know, he's played a couple years, but he's still under 30. So that's a good group. That's a good name to go after. Uh, Russell's been around. You know what I mean? Can he keep up with those young guys, so to speak? I mean, the talent factor. 
Um, so that's a, a, a situation I'm looking into. Um, outside opportunity, you know, I don't think we'll be on the board for him. I forgot the young man's name who's out of Pittsburgh. I think he's a Ben Roethlisberger of Pittsburgh University. Um, I think he's a real Roethlisberger type um, um, prototype uh, quarterback, so he could slide right into there. But I doubt that he'll be available for Pittsburgh. So um, those are uh, the storylines I'm looking there. Um, and to see what Tampa Bay does uh, with Tom Brady retiring. Does Gronk go as well? Uh, so we want to see what's going on with Tampa Bay. Do they go back in the dump? Uh, depending on who they get for quarterback. Again, there's a lot of quarterbacks out there uh, to circle around some of these 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 teams who are struggling. I like to see what Denver does. Denver's a quarterback away from being a really good team in the AFC. So uh, we'd like to see what they do. Um, so it looks like the keys are going to be given to Trey. Uh, tr- uh, tr- <laughs> whatever that boy's name is in San Francisco. So um, Trey Lance. No, is that it? Yes. Yes. So um, do that. Uh, what else is something that we are looking at? Uh, Storylines wise. Ooh, just another recap point. Um, I think the 18 game season went along the way 18 week season went along quite well. Um, like the little changes, the subtle changes. So, um, I like for them to pay a little more attention to, um, I mean, I like them to be a little bit more concrete. What is, and what is not a catch. It, it changes every season. It's hard to, um, figure it out. Um, I like them to do a little bit more, um, substantial training with the referees and not being able to, uh, uh, being able to handle pressure situations, uh, when it comes down to play calls since in games, you know, I mean, I like for them to um, do a little bit more work on the replay system. You know, I mean, I kind of think that, you know, some of the things that you replay and some of the things you don't kind of really don't make sense. So um, I like them to address that um, on the college side. I like to see them address the uh, their replay, the targeting. You know, I mean, I don't think these kids, unless they're proven to be a malicious hit, should be putting them out the game. So, uh, but with the NFL, I mean, there's a lot going on. Um, obviously, I'm going to be paying attention to this blind, this Brian Flores um, situation uh, with black coaches um, and the diversity in, in the NFL. Um, by default, uh, the Major League Baseball probably has the largest amount of diversity uh, since that is the one true sport of the three that is extremely globalized. Um, and their league uh, represents that. Um, the next would be the NBA, but falling uh, fall short is the NFL and uh, their diversity package when a um, high percentage of their athletes and their viewers are of African-American descent. So i like to see some of those things change a little bit. Uh <laughs> See, what's better than being in Miami getting ready for some fights? Let's go. I am not mad at you, Big Ben. Um, there is some fights there over the weekend. And it and it um bare knuckle. I think uh you guys got down there over the over this upcoming weekend. I think it's some pretty big fights. I think Dan is uh keeping a close eye on what's going on down there. <clears throat> uh I'll probably catch it on it. 
because there is no football at all this weekend. Uh, depending on what the uh, the the, uh, the ABC Saturday night uh, NBA game is, um, I might watch it. If this if it's the Lakers, I think I'm done. Ah, <laughs> uh, he says he is here for the bare knuckle knuckle mania too. I thought that was what it was. Bare knuckle. I said bare knuckle. If you guys haven't caught any of this bare knuckle fighting, man, this shit is outrageously entertaining. Boys be getting plasterized with all knuckles. And it's not like MMA where they got the gloves and anything like that. I mean, these are straight up. These guys is throwing knuckles like it was uh, out back. You know what I mean? Let's see, you watch the fights, you will get to see Big Ben. All right, I'm going to tune in, Big Ben. I'm going to put him on one of my TVs. Um, acting like I got many TVs. Okay, I do. I watch a lot of sports, so I have a lot of TVs. So you can walk into a different room and see a different game. <laughs> but that's beside the point. So um, there you guys have what I think are some of the storylines to pay attention to uh, when it um, uh, over the over the offseason, NFL offseason. So um, like I said, I'll be kicking in and out. Um, little 20 minute, little half hour uh, spots um, here and there throughout the offseason to talk about some of the things that are going on. I know we're going to do, I'm going to do some free agency work. Uh, I'm going to do some um, uh, draft, some stuff about the draft. Um, and then, you know, obviously when training camps and preseason and those things start up, um, we'll get on those as well. So, um, again, I think uh, when they do the top 100, um, obviously we're going to go on that because we're going to have a whole lot of mix up, a lot of changes going on with a lot of guys retiring and the things of that, that nature. So that's going to be good. So, um, like I said, I'll make sure I keep you guys, uh, fully hezzed up on, uh, when we'll, when I'll be jumping on for some of those special off season shows. So, but you will still see my pretty face every week on the state of basketball with my homie big storm because it is dead smack in the middle of basketball season as we're heading into the all-star game uh this weekend in the next couple days so um our conversations over there are going to ramp up so it's always the one all day all day every day well okay not all day every day but once a week <laughs> so um that's all i got I'm getting ready to go find some mischief to get into into the kitchen. Um, I think I got, I think it might be uh, a bourbon night. No, I have some, some King Cream Ale. So I think I'm going to whip up these NBA games on Espen and maybe even my fire stick. And I'm going to sip on some Sun King Cream Ale and maybe catch some of this, maybe look in on some of uh our old shows on over on the YouTube channel, bwsports1.com uh, is the website. And you know how to do the YouTube stuff. You can catch us over there. You catch us on all social medias. Um, if you'd love to see my pretty face sell your product, come and get it. The one said so. Now, if you just want us to, you know, play around some of your video editing, things like that, just hit us up. Uh, BW, uh, no, info.bwsports1 at gmail.com for everybody on the network everybody else who i can't think of who i love to share out all the love and the healing energy um i'm the one for the bw sports crew 
I'm out. Holla. Enjoy your off season.